Good morning and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. Today we begin and resume our study on sin as it is revealed through the Word of God. You know, I want to begin by reading a verse of scripture from the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, chapter 1, verse 31. And it says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Where did sin come from? Strange question, huh? Where did sin come from? Well, we must first understand, and as we have defined sin, that it is, according to the word of God, is a transgression of God's law. Or, as First John 3, 4 says, and then also it is defined in Scripture as rebellion against God in Isaiah 1, 1. But in its widest definition, we have defined it as any action, whether it be word, deed, or otherwise, that goes against God's holiness and righteousness. So where did sin come from? Well, first of all, before we get into where sin originated and where it was born and who it was born in, we must understand, uh, and you're probably going to look at the uh, speaker when I say this, and say, well, I knew that, but I want to show you what the Word of God has to say. And I want to state this. Going forward in this study, we're going to slow down. We're going to look at the Word of God intently and and see what the Lord through the Holy Spirit has to speak to our hearts. And meanwhile, while we deal with this this awful, destructive, and death blow of of upon the human race, I want you to pray that sinners would be saved through these messages, that they would realize that they're separated from God because of their sins, and their only answer and remedy to their sin is Jesus Christ. But as we look at this, where did sin come from? Well, let's, let's understand one thing. God did not create sin, for God cannot sin, nor does he tempt anyone to sin or to do evil. You see, God is holy, he is righteous, and he is just. A just God would not be just. He would not be just in judging us for our sin if he created sin. He is holy, and he is righteous, and he is just. Because he is holy and because he is righteous, he is just in judging us for our sin. The word of God tells us in the first part of Habakkuk, the, the first part of the verse, Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 12, he says, Art thou not from everlasting, O Lord, my God, mine holy one? The first part of Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13 says, Thou art of purer eyes than to behold evil, and canst not look on iniquity. Isaiah chapter 6, the word of God tells us here, and I want to read the first three verses here, and this is Isaiah as he is getting ready to receive his commission to prophesy from God himself, 
And uh, the word of God tells us here in chapter 6 of Isaiah, verse 1, he says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. I didn't notice something there. An earthly king died, and Isaiah saw the king of kings sitting on his throne. Verse 2, And above it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings. Twain he covered his face, with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Listen now, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of armies, the Lord of heavenly armies. The whole earth is filled full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. God is holy, and he is of absolute purity and is separate from all evil. He is righteous and he is just. Psalms chapter 11 verse 7 says, For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. He, his countenance doth behold the upright. Then I want to turn over to the book of Leviticus. The book of Leviticus right quick. Now, uh, in this in these verses of Scripture, we must understand in Leviticus, I believe it's 17, chapter 17 through chapter 19, speaks specifically the Lord is confirming to us with no question that he is holy and that he is righteous. Now, I want to read a few verses. We don't have time to read all those chapters, but let's read a few verses here. In Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44 and 45, he says, For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Listen closely to verse 45. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2 says, The word of God tells us, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Not only so, but in verse 26 of chapter 20 of Leviticus, and I'm going to turn over there. Verse 26 of chapter 20. Give me a second here to turn over. The word of God tells us again. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I am the Lord, am holy, and have served you, severed you from other people that you should be mine. Listen to the first part of this verse. Ye shall be holy unto me. For I, the Lord, am holy. There is no question in the word of God that he is holy. Therefore, he cannot have anything to do with iniquity or anything evil. As Habakkuk said there in verse 13 of chapter 1, he said, Thou art of purer eyes than to behold evil. 
and cannot look on iniquity. God is holy. Not only so, but in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 16, he says, because it is written, and, and Peter, the apostle, is quoting from Leviticus. He says, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. That is the command to us to be holy as he, our God, our creator, is holy. God created all things, as it said right there in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. He says, he, what all he created, he looked upon it, and behold, it was very good. That, mean it, that means it was perfect in his eyes. Therefore, if it was perfect in a holy and righteous and just God's eyes, that means sin was not there at the time he created the universe and the world and mankind. Sin was not there. He did not create sin. And we must understand this moving forward. We must understand this fact. Look at it this way. <clears throat> sin is so egregious to God that it compelled him to send his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on Calvary's cross for your sin and my sin to shed every drop of his precious blood that he might reconcile us back to himself through his son because sin was so egregious. Now, why would God, a holy, righteous God, ever create something to, to, to purposely make his son die at a place called Calvary for a, a world of, of unappreciative sinners such as us? Not only so, but it, the Word of God tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, where he hath made him, speaking of Christ, God. Now, this is speaking of God and, and Jesus Christ. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. What a blessing. He made his son sin for you and I that we might be made righteousness, his righteousness in him. And that was through his death. And I'm going to leave you with this thought. Jesus on the cross, Matthew 27, 46, he said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Jesus was forsaken because so we would not ever be forsaken in him. The Father, when he placed all of the sins of mankind upon his Son on that cross, he could not look upon his own Son because your sin and my sin was upon him. Instead, he had to judge them in the body of Jesus Christ on the cross. He had to shed his own Son's blood. He had to become flesh himself in the person of Jesus Christ to die on the cross, his only begotten Son, to die in our place, shed every drop of his precious blood there. God did not create sin. So he would have to forsake his son. So you and I would not be forsaken. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. That it has to my heart today. And understand my friends. We have a holy and righteous God. That has done everything in his power. By sending his son to reconcile sinners back to himself. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
I pray that you'd be blessed today, and I, I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.